Welcome to the Unintentional Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello. Um, I am just silencing my phone. I'm here to shoot a podcast and I'm recording it on YouTube. I was supposed to record another podcast, but we got the scheduling mixed up and I looked cute. And so I thought, hey, hey, why not? Let's press record. Hey, shall we? Um, okay. Ooh, always something to talk about, though. So we're here. And um, if you listened to the last few episodes, um, I had that great interview with Aubrey um, for her show Masturbation Chronicles. And if you didn't hear the previous episode, um, I mean, it's not as like juicy as you think it might have gotten. There were definitely some hints in there. And I think that I'm super used to being quite um, sexual and playful and all of that. So maybe it's like juicy for you. But for me, I was like, oh, no, it was really like beautiful, intellectual. Um, it had a lot of purpose and meaning in it. And it really was a circle point for me within my healing journey. And it was like this like weird awakening. It's, it's funny because it's like, I think I've been saying this to you all here. And also I've been um, definitely thinking it to myself over so many years, but unsure if I've made it really clear that like I got exploited for my playfulness, for my sexuality, for my sensuality, for my, my joy in sharing energy with people. And even within dance, um, well, that took me back to this this one time I did this this dance piece for a show that I was choreographing for, and it was kind of a, a showcase where you could you could just like everyone could choose their own anything, and you could showcase what you were working on. Um, so it wasn't for like a musical or anything at this point, but um, but yeah, so I did this one piece, and it was a kind of a slap stick piece on what my childhood dance career was like. And it's very interesting because my career growing up, um, I was in like a performance company where you had to audition and it was scholarship based. And like that was actually quite interestingly, not interestingly, sadly, but truthfully quite sexualized. And it was very normal back in the day, which is also very sad and normalized, I should say, maybe not normal, but normalized. Um, and so I did this one piece and I, at my boyfriend at the time or the guy I was like seeing, I don't know if he was my boyfriend quite yet. Um, we were together for three years after, which like, mm, la, 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 see the signs at the beginning, Rebecca. But um, him and sort of a few other people were like, oh, that was interesting. As in like, that was kind of distasteful or something like that. And to me, I was like, that was just funny for me. That was just like adding country because I came from Calgary, Alberta, you know, which has that country-esque root within it. And now I'm in Texas, which I'm like, that's so funny. I'm in Texas. And I kind of want to find if um, people I can choreograph for in terms of like country music videos and stuff like that. Cause like, um, it's in my blood, it's in my roots. So anyways, yeah, I did this thing and it was quite like a playful sexual thing. And to be honest, like most things I do, like I'm like, why not? You know, like, let's have fun with it. And so I did that and it was shamed quite a bit. And I still remember that feeling um, of shame and, and taking it on, I think is more so like what I look at now being like, oh girl, you took that on. And like, 
no, I'm like not mad at myself. Like there's no, like no shame in me taking on other people's feelings, especially when it was like someone I was interested in, someone I was like looking to connect with and build a life with. And, um, and I, I remember sort of like, even if you're watching the video, I just kind of like sunk down into myself and like my posture sort of just like shrunk. And I remember feeling that way. And I remember taking that on and I, and I just so clearly know that that was some sort of pivotal moment for me in terms of, um, like shaming myself and, and taking on a lot of society's crap when like really, you know, in the comedy world, which I was a part of in terms of like my friends being in it and me watching it. And like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a comedian on my own, whether I've done it or not. Um, like I just, I don't know. I kind of like to fuck around. And like, I think that there's a lot of, um, validity and also importance to, I don't know, just playing around. And I don't know. I just, I just don't think take things as seriously, but I did, I took on their, their feelings so seriously and their perceptions so seriously. And that was due to like a lack of inner, you know, peace and, and, um, not really validating myself, um, on a deep level, but I was like youthful. I didn't know it wasn't really a conversation in society as much as it is now. And I'm so glad to be where I'm at now, but I just remember just shrinking. And then, you know, from Aubrey's, um, interview, the podcast you listened to, you know, with the sex tape, like it did a similar thing to me, but obviously on a way more astounding level and a deep level that felt quite, damaging <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah. And it's just interesting because now that I, like, I really do feel like I'm a different person now. I feel like I had to run away a little bit or I did and didn't have to, but I chose to run away from the community that I was so confused, like who posted it. I still don't know. Right. Who posted it? I couldn't trust them. So I ran away from the, my community and I ran away from Toronto and I just ran away from it all because I was like, you know, I just didn't know how to trust it. And then I was still in the dance world, but I was focusing on a different area in my life. And then as soon as I started speaking about what happened to me, I got completely like obliterated from that scene and canceled from that scene. So then like it took me away from dance and I really have been struggling. If you've been watching me on Instagram and like I don't know if you've been keeping track or not. It doesn't matter, but I have been struggling to integrate like the artist side of myself with sharing my story. And I, I almost like hyper lean into things at times because I'm unsure how to do this. You know, like I got so shunned for speaking about my story that I thought, okay, well let's hyper focus on the story then to find my grip. And I did. And I like, don't regret anything. And I think I did everything perfectly in terms of finding like who I am within this and how to navigate it, you know, there's no right way. And also I was dealing at the same time with sexual violations and like having to recover from, um, sexual abuse, you know, online and in person. So like, girl, you've done amazing. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of look at all of that and I just see, well, I just see so much of that I've been through and I just see so much like trying to figure things out and, and a sense of avoidance really. I mean, I was facing my own internal bullshit and like not bullshit, but bullshit that I'm like releasing. And I also it, that, that internal bullshit also influenced my life and how it was showing up, but it's like not my fault. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of me. Um, and yeah, so I just recently put back, um, onto my Instagram profile, the, my main one, Rebecca Reinhardt with the unintentional porn star, 
I put back choreographer onto my profile. And I like did this whole spiel a while ago about how I was, um, how I integrated everything. And then I had to separate it. And, and it's like, I'm almost like, okay, now I'm going back on my, on what I said before, but that doesn't matter. What matters is I'm moving within every single moment with what my needs are. And I don't care what it looks like externally. I could give two craps what that looks like. And I obviously needed some time away from dance, away from choreography to establish like a real deep connection to who I am without it. Like, who am I without dance and without choreography? Who am I as as this new person, as the unintentional porn star, like truly, like deeply on a very deep rooted level and coming out to Texas and being in the middle of nowhere with nature, you know, I still have access to dance. It's within me. I can do whatever I need to for myself, but I haven't been. And, um, I feel a little lacking, so I'm going to bring it back into my life. I'm also going to incorporate my artistic, like love back in like terms of photo shoots and things like that. I can do a lot here on this ranch and also hug horses and chickens and ducks. Um, so yeah, like I sort of honored the need I had a long time ago, as you heard me talk about to come into the middle of nowhere, to come into nature, to come do some healing. And I have been doing that. And it's only been about a month and a half, maybe two months since I've been here, but like the leap and like substantiality of the inner work that I've been doing is so cool. And it's because of all the work that I did before. Like, you know, we always say healing is not linear and it isn't. And, and it's not about measuring it. It's not about being like, I'm here and now I will always be here. It's not about that. It's about taking things in, in each moment. It's about being realistic with what you're feeling, honoring your feelings. And I'm doing this, this book, um, calling in the one that I've been speaking about and, um, with quotations on the one, because like, I'm the one it's not about the one, but it is about the one, but anyways, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like, it's really about, um, releasing and transmuting your pain into your power. And like, girl, I've been working on that for a long time, boy, I've been working on that for a long time, but like, I really, the, the how was sort of lacking in like my previous beautiful healers. Um, it wasn't feeling as integrated in terms of like the, how do I integrate this future self into my life? And I spoke about it on my last, last solo podcast when I was in bed too. But anyways, I'm really like, stepping into this new version of myself. And the reason I share this part of my story is because it just feels like, I'm like, whoa, like it's working. Like all of this thriving work is working. All of everything is just like working. The deep work that I'm doing is working. And I am legitimately transmuting it and finding a new sense for myself, a new um, sense of like, hmm, it's not confidence, but it's something along the lines of that. It's inner worth, it's confidence. It's my like, actually what it really is, is my ability to shine. So like, <laughs> that sounded like a horse hanging around horses it's too much, LOL, but I'm trying to release this energy. I feel like I've got a lot of energy swirling in me right now as I'm speaking. <sighs> it's yes. It's about me finding my inner worth, my inner voice. And oh yes, it's about me shining. What I feel like have I've done to for whatever myself in the past is any moment that I was getting close to a point of um, shifting into a higher level, whether that was like the acting classes I was taking or whether that was like the choreography career that I was doing, even having this sex tape and talking about my story. Like anytime I got close to something really good, I would possibly self-sabotage it. And the reason I was doing that was because I was terrified of what it would look like to step into my full power. And I think that there was so much training and narrative 
around staying like quiet, making sure everyone else is okay, like completely invalidating my own needs to make sure everyone else around me feels really good. And I mentioned this before too, but it was really like a seeking for love. It was a seeking for, um, feeling like someone would actually people, not just like a a guy, but like people would like commit to me. They would love me. They would care for me. They would care about my needs. And I was attracting all of these people in the past that would either use my energy or really count on the support that I gave them, not myself. Right. And, um, and then when I, when I didn't, or had something where I was like, this doesn't feel right, then it was like, whoa, like blow up and like end of friendships and stuff like that. And that's, that's ultimately on me that I was giving up my power and my energy to other people to make them feel better about themselves because I was stuck in either like victim mentality. And I thought that that was a way to gain love. And I thought that that was a way to make everyone happy on this earth when I'm like, Oh, me. like if I could insert a noise, it would be like a halting stop in a car with the brakes screeching stop. It is not about that. It is about enhancing your true essence and your fucking shine and stepping into that and then surrounding yourself with people who love that, enhance that, and are doing that for themselves in their own way. Nothing has to look exactly the same. It's just like, are you surrounding yourself with people that have their fucking shine down, that are confident in their shine? And I am like ready to elevate on a completely different level. Like, I don't know what it means, but I can feel it. And it is substantial. It could just be that I connect with another horse here. And that is the huge elevation that I'm feeling, but it doesn't feel that way. I'm not going to lie. It feels a lot bigger than that. And I am like, I'm ready. I'm ready to jump into it. I'm ready to fall into it. I'm ready to step slowly into it. I'm just ready. However it looks, whatever it looks like, whether it's like beautiful, awkward, uncomfortable, because stepping into a new version of ourselves or something new can be like terrifying for your body. And I'm just like, I got me. Like I know myself now. I know what's going to happen when I start stepping in. And I just like have the courage and the inner wisdom and inner, um, um, companionship with self to be like, I got you girl, no matter what, like I got you, like keep going towards this new, keep going towards your self elevation and enjoying your life again. Like that is something that I have been saying this entire time throughout my journey is like, I deserve to enjoy life again. I deserve to be happy. And I'm like helping people do that. And really, as I'm doing that, I'm learning and we're helping each other. And it's really fucking awesome. And only in like this last little bit, have I been like, Oh, like a new level of understanding. Like I've understood it and I've been working towards it, but now I feel like that's the new foundation is me getting it. So like going from here is going to be super cool, super substantial. And like, as I've been helping people, they've been helping me as we've been helping each other. Like now it's just at a new level. Now I seek more people who can elevate me higher. And so I'm, I'm curious to see if that is going to show up. Well, it will show up. I just don't know how yet in my life. Like, is it going to show up on the podcast or is it going to show up in terms of some of the projects I'm working on? Is it going to show up and whatever is a TikTok going to blow up girl? Oh, I'm dancing. Oh, I do. T- I do tarot on TikTok, but I might do more dancing. Empty ways. Um, well, there's a lot of energy behind this conversation. Dance has. Okay. Without dance on this ranch, with everything put together, I have been feeling like so ugly. I've been feeling like a sack of shit. It's so freaking hot here. <laughs> it's like heat warnings every day. And it's going to be like this apparently for the next like month and a half. And it's really a lot. 
Um, it's insanely hot here. So I'm always sweaty. My hair is stuck to my head. I'm like, I like reek because it's just like, you have like bug spray, your sweat, like, oh my gosh, it's just insane. And I've been feeling kind of like disconnected from my beauty, whether that be inner and outer, mostly outer, but like if one's disconnected, both are going to kind of be disconnected. And I've been feeling really ugly. And I was like, what's going on? And I was just last night, just thinking about things being like, well, one of the missing pieces is dance. And like, I throughout my dance life and throughout my life with dance and without dance, like that is ultimately the thing that sort of centered me and grounded me. Now I relied on it too much that I had to let go of it to find my own inner sense of self without it to then reestablish a new relationship with it, which is what I'm doing, you know, day by day, moment by moment, um, situation by situation. And I'm doing that on a new level where I'm just, I keep recognizing how dance is my blood. I've always said that dance is my blood. Choreography is my fucking blood. It's my way to connect with people. It's like the way I create just feels magic. Like it just feels magical. It feels like I'm in another dimension um, when I'm choreographing, creating and connecting with people. So like, I'm, you know, I've always been here. I've always been saying like, girls ready. I'm here to like kick it in the ass. And it's like, that's awesome. And I love that energy. And it always worked out for me when I had that energy. And now it just feels like a really relaxed version of it. I mean, I'm really excited all the time in life. That's just like my natural energy source on a like neutral level, typically, um, even though I can be very like home peaceful. You see me out here in nature girl is something else. She is a Buddhist Zen monk of all of the above, but yeah, I just, it feels more peaceful. Um, the more that I go through this relationship of integrating, reintegrating, loosening my relationship with dance and just really seeing how I feel my most beautiful when I am in dance, whatever that looks like, whether I'm thinking about dance, whether I'm dressing as I am inspired by dance, whether, um, I'm connecting to people through dance, whatever it is, whether I'm creating on my own or just like expressing and journaling through dance. Like it's, it's just like, that is my solace. That is my everything. And yet it cannot be my everything because I am my everything, if that makes sense, but it is a part of me. So a little bit of an existential thing. I'm quite an existential person. If you don't know, um, by now. And I love that about myself so much. I was put do journaling about like what they're like, um, and some of the exercises are about actually, no, I've been making my own exercises about my ideal man. They actually haven't gotten there quite yet in the book, but I've been doing that just from like manifesting, you know, it's like, what is your money feel like? What is your career feel like? Whatever. And like, I've been doing it for my man. And, um, I very much value sex and I value the physical intimacy of it. It's, it's, um, it also stems from trauma I'm learning, but that's fine, whatever. But it's also means a lot to me. And it gives me a sense of safety is having that connection with someone, but it's also so freaking beautiful. And I'm really sexual. So I'm not even going to excuse it as a trauma response. I'm going to just be like, you fucking love it. That's awesome. Like go you and like, yes, find that partner that does it. But I was thinking like, yeah, I want my person to be like, physically sexual. And also I want to be attracted to them. Right. And that's fine. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, whatever they look like, I just want to be attracted to them. and like, I want to like jump their bones all the time. I want that forever. And I also wrote like intellectually sexy. And I was like, Ooh, girl, like, mm-hmm. you know, like not only is it going to be physical, it's also going to be like mentally stimulating, emotionally stimulating, like existentially stimulating. And just like, honoring that. And I'm really looking forward to, cause I'm only going to choose people 
men, people, places, things that are like really in alignment and elevating me. And so I'm really excited when that connection happens, which like, I'm still confused because I'm on a ranch in the middle of nowhere. But when that happens, because it will, I can be here and it can happen. Come see me. <laughs> um, if I allow you, if we're aligned, <laughs> but, um, message me on Instagram. If you're listening from like Germany, anywhere, you know, <laughs> I can see the desperation in my eyes, <laughs> not a good place to enter in from, but still I'm just like halfway. Um, but yes, it needs to be like sexual in all these different ways. Even safety is going to feel like super sensual and beautiful comfort, like all of these things that are, um, not really a part of my old story. Um, and just releasing all of the chaos and the kind of the crap that's come up and it just feels so good to let it go. Like it, it built me where I am right now. And I am so on fire and like turned on by transmuting my past into this like really gorgeous future that I know is mine. So if you're listening and you're contemplating or you're doing your own inner work or you're manifesting or whatever you're doing, it's like, like find the things that make you tick. And like, also every dream that you have is so yours, like the dreams that come from within, not the dreams that come externally. Those can, those can like guide you to like your compass, your internal compass of, is this actually something I want? So mind the external, um, things that you seek, but really the things that you like, really like feel dream can taste when you like close your eyes, like that's yours, you know, that you already have it. Like whether you believe in time dimension or whatever, the five D whatever, like it's yours. If you taste it, feel it, know it, like it is yours. And that's, what's so cool. And we're all so unique. Even if we say we want the same things, it's going to look and feel completely fucking different. So own it. It's yours. Get it. And I'm just like really pumped because like the things that I like know are mine that I have and that I feel and that I'm like allowing in now, not just attracting anymore because it's just like mine. It is already mine. I just need to allow it in. So like the things that I'm allowing in, I'm like, girl, like this life is going to be awesome. And like, it's really cute and sweet for me to see that I'm allowing that in for myself. And it just feels really awesome. And I'm just like turned on my life again. And this is the energy where I got exploited before. So there, there is, I'm going to speak in was because I'm releasing it, but there is, was, you know, a fear around this, this buoyant, playful energy, sexual energy that I have. Ooh. Yeah. And, and I worked on my speech. I mentioned it in my last solo episode where I was like working on my keynote and I was like, how to stand up and my keynote separately. And like, I integrated them together to just be me because like, I'm not looking to be booked in more corporate scenarios I'm looking to be booked in spaces where I'm allowed to shine and girls girl knows how to swear but she's so loving you know like I just like I'm like I was thinking I'm like I'm like JVN mixed with like Jay Shetty mixed with um Matt Rife is that how you say his name damn that guy's sexy sometimes <laughs> I think he's with someone but I'm like oh, wow wow anyways all of the above, like, and, and, and I think the thing for me is that like, whatever, however it seems or comes across, or I want to pretend to define it. It's like, it's just ultimately, I'm just like, I am me. 
And I am so done hiding parts of myself to fit in somewhere. And no matter what it looks like to anyone on the outside, I'm a fucking choreographer. I live through dance. I live through animals. I live through nature. I live through fucking humor. And I live through a sensual, playful, flirty energy in life. And that is me. And I was exploited for it in the past. And I did my last post on Instagram, like no longer, because that is my fucking superpower. And like, go me and like, go you. I just, the more that I celebrate myself, like I get so excited about celebrating everyone around me. Oh, it just makes me so pumped. And I love that this work does that. You don't even have to try. Well, maybe some people have to try. Maybe that's something you need to work on is extending their love to other people. Sure. That might be a part of your story. Um, and like no shame around that or judgment, but like, for me, it just so easily comes to me. In fact, I used to take care of other people more than myself. So it comes very easily to me to be like, wow, I'm so excited for everyone else. So like, yes, Rebecca go you. I'm glad you're excited for everyone else. And also like, can you be excited for yourself even more? And it's not about ego and it's not about, Hmm. What's the word? It's not about anything else except for celebrating myself and allowing my beautiful self to finally shine and to not sabotage through injury or invalidating myself to make others like, it's just like, no, no, that's not doing the world of favor. That's not living in the true essence of, um, mother earth, nature, life, and the universe, like living in true, true essence with this, this universe is living in true essence with yourself and you are so fucking worthy and and needed to be heard and seen, you know? And I say that to myself too, you know, girl, like guy, human person, like I love you. I just love you. And like, I've been hanging out with the horses and getting to know them better. And we had a new horse and it took some time to really establish like a relationship because he was like smack, smacking a bitch, you know? But we found this beautiful relationship with each other. And the more and more and more that I expand, as I said in my previous episodes, into this trusting relationship that is very different with every single animal, like the more that I nurture that and love that, the more that I'm able to love life, love myself and love my connection with other people too. It all works together. Like you can get as metaphorical as you want, or you can see it as a direct fucking influence. I'm just really excited. I feel like a little bit like my last few episodes have been slightly repetitive, but it really, it doesn't matter. I like, I mean, I am judging myself for it, but at the same time, like it just goes to show that like this inner work can take a repetition. It can take a form of like reminding self and it, and it also can take a form of seeing things in a different light in every single moment and continuing to grow and expand. So um, I'm just wanting to send you love. Um, thank you for just being you. And it's just so cool. I love, I love seeing where you all are listening from. Like, it's just so cool to me. I'm like, I can't wait to go visit every single one of you somehow in this world, wherever you are in the world, like the UK has been listening really hot lately. And like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to talk to you. So if you're listening and if you do any bookings, like my speech is already finished before my keynotes finished, but like, I'm just enhancing it. Cause like, why not? So like, honestly, I'm telling you like book me, like, I can't wait. I can't wait to connect, to share my story, to share about the healing and triumph and to going from basically tragedy to triumph and like really inspiring people to be themselves and just show that 
You know, you can play, you can enjoy, you can just be you and it's enough and it's impactful and it's substantial for this world. So, um, that was like a sales pitch for myself, but it felt so real. Um, but yeah, like, I, I mean that though, like I know it's happening and it's already starting to happen slowly, but surely, but like, I just, I just, I'm ready for it. So like book me in girl, boy, human person, company, whatever, um, put me on the stage. Girl was born on the stage. Um, I like to perform. I'm also integrating some fun little performance aspects into it too. Cause that's me. Um, so I'm going to go, um, get back into like animal style clothes, which means things that can get horse shit on them, chicken shit, dirt, red ants, hay, sweat on them. I'm going to go back into that zone, but now I know I like can look cute. So like, thanks for being here with me. <laughs> if you're on YouTube watching it and also thanks for being there with me in spirit through the podcast, if you're listening through the audio version and, um, I'm going to go gallivant and smile and giggle and stare at things and sweat my fucking ass off. Literally, even my boobs, like, you know how I had that whole small tits campaign? Like, it's so funny. I keep getting excited because I'm like, my boobs are sweating. I'm like, hee hee, <laughs> you got titties. So it's like exciting. Um, I've got beautiful boobs, by the way. Just saying, love my body. Um, and I actually want to get that small tits tattoo still. I'm just, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm trying to reintegrate a lot of stuff like social stuff into my life again too. So I'll do that soon. I'll send you pics when I do. Who knows what's going to happen. And um, I also have some cool plans for just my externals to mm, continue to express myself more. I do want to express myself more in fashion too. And I'm kind of around a fashionista over here, even though I'm on a ranch. I'm like, it's kind of cool. So everything works together. I love you. I'm going to go because I feel like I could keep talking forever, forever. You're an empress, you. I just pulled up a tarot card and did a great tarot reading for myself and on my TikTok lately. But, all right. <laughs> uh. Hey, thanks for listening. Please visit my website, www.rebeccareinhardt.com. You can find all the information of what I am working on. You can sign up for emails so you can get some cheeky emails from me and updates. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I can't wait to connect with you. Find me on Instagram, find me on TikTok, find me on YouTube, find me everywhere, you know? Let's make it a game. Just kidding. RebeccaReinhardt.com. Okay, bye.